But even if that becomes my eventual state, who knows? That doesn't mean that God isn't good. That doesn't mean that I can't live my life. That doesn't mean that I can't enjoy and have freedom even if I'm physically bound. Oh, that's what I have struggled for so long to believe. listening to the Experience Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Ajene Gaylord, and I endeavor to educate, encourage, and empower women to embrace emotional healing and eradicate the stigma of mental health in the body of Christ. On this episode, Michelle and I wrap up our three-part series on finding freedom from pain and close our first season of the podcast out so stay tuned i have always framed my limits as a problem and i really think that as the lord is working this in my heart that what he is trying to reveal to me is that my limits are actually a blessing that those are the things that allow me to slow down long enough to hear him to connect with my family, to lean into rest, to connect with my friends and the people around me, to slow down because my mind goes, 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 goes. My mind is constantly working. I'm always thinking, I'm always processing. And if I don't have a physical limit at a point where I need to stop my body, my mind is already going, going, going. Where where do I find the place, the time to rest if my body doesn't force me to do it? Mm-hmm. And I have to, or at least I would love to be able to lean into the limits differently instead of feeling inhibited and feeling re- the resistance of them and wanting them to go away and wanting them to be gone. Because I think about this, this analogy that I give my children all the time about the boundaries that we set for them in our home. There are certain things that we allow and certain things that we do not allow because we are responsible for our children. And so there are some boundaries that we place on them that they feel like are constraining. My kids used to say <laughs> that they lived under a rock and they felt like we just kept them under this hard rock and they couldn't do anything ever. Mm-hmm. And I always give them this analogy of a puppy in a yard. A little puppy that hasn't learned limits and still is, you know, very um, new to the world, right, Mm -hmm. cannot be let loose in traffic because that would be cause a demise to that poor little puppy. So often what you do is you start out with the puppy in a fenced in yard where there's boundaries around the capacity for them to go too far. And there's only so much they can get into inside of the fenced in yard. Mm-hmm. If you want to take them out of the fenced in yard and expose them to other things, well, just opening the gate and letting them run wild is not going to work because they're not trained yet. They don't have right. th- what they need yet to be able to handle that. And so what you're going to use is usually a leash. So that leash keeps them tied to you, but gives them a little bit of freedom to move around. Not a lot because you're still connected to it and you can still manage kind of where they go and how they get there, but you can also prevent any danger from happening. They can't run out in the street when they're attached to the lease. While this is happening though, hopefully there's training going on Mm -hmm. where you're teaching the puppy what to do and what not to do. You're teaching the puppy how to listen to commands and respond to those commands. They're getting treats along the way and they're being rewarded for when they do it right. 
And they're also being disciplined when they're not doing it right. And the hope is that eventually, not only can they be out of the fenced-in yard, but they can also be off-leash. When they can get off-leash, it's after they've had the experiences that have trained them to understand, I can't just run into the traffic. I have to stop and look as a little puppy, a dog, whatever, and make sure that there's no danger. Right. I have to pay attention to my surroundings and I have to know where, how to get back home. If I'm off leash and my owner's not around, man, oh man, I feel like that little puppy. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've been fenced in and bound up and all the things, but that's the lie of the enemy that boundaries is bondage. It's not. No, it's yeah. It's freedom. It's training it's for training freedom. For or freedom Because you do have a measure of it, even within the fenced-in yard. Even within the fenced-in yard, the puppy can access everything in the fenced-in yard, right? Even on leash, the puppy has the freedom to explore what's around yes. them with their owner, somebody who's looking out for their well-being, somebody who's hopefully right. training and teaching and giving them instruction. Come on, Holy Ghost. And eventually, once they learn it, then they can get off leash and have a a greater measure of freedom. The enemy has lied too long to tell us that boundaries mean bondage. When boundaries are a blessing that help us in learning and growing and, and becoming more sanctified, to grow into Christ, becoming more like him, to take on his identity and to shed off those other things that don't belong to him. But I, in my own health journey, have been so focused on being on leash that I have not paid attention to the fact that I'm out here being able to walk around and explore the world. I'm no longer even in the in the fenced in yard. I'm at least on the leash a little bit. <laughs> right. I'm, at, I'm at least being able to go out and see and do and experience. Right. right. This is something. And even. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. To me, I always think. And we have technology like, you know, of course, I do not wish or hope that you would be stuck in your house, right? That you would be so incapacitated that you couldn't get out of your house. But there's so much world out there through a computer. even. yeah. Yeah. But even if that becomes my eventual state, who knows? That doesn't mean that God isn't good. That doesn't mean that I can't live my life. That doesn't mean that I can't enjoy and have freedom, even if I'm physically bound. Oh, that's what I have struggled for so long to believe. That I didn't think I could have freedom if I had physical limits. And that's a lie. Because there are no limits in Christ. He has given us freedom, not just spiritual freedom, not just for our eternal life, but he's given us abundant life right now. I don't have to wait until I get free of symptoms to be able to live an abundant life. And that's what I've been believing this whole time. I encourage anyone who's listening to begin to accept That despite what you may be experiencing, whether it's a physical pain, emotional pain, marital pain, financial pain, pain from someone who's passed on, a death, a friend, whatever, pain of disappointment, (laughs) of things that you thought should have happened that didn't happen, grief and loss and all of these things that we emotionally endure, that you don't adopt a mindset that causes you to believe that you're not free. Mm Mm-hmm. 
we can walk through those things. We can process through that emotion without having to feel like this is it. It's over. That's it. There's nothing else. The beauty is that whether we're in the fenced in yard and we haven't yet gotten to the point where we can even have grown to be on the leash, right? whether we're in the fenced in yard, we're on leash or off leash, there is freedom at every stage. Oh, come on. Yeah. I am preaching to yeah. myself. There is freedom if we choose to believe it. I am empowered by my own story, which may sound conceited, boastful, arrogant. I don't care. I am empowered by my own story because it reminds me of how good God is, what he's done, how much he loves me. You don't put your puppy in a fenced in yard because you don't care about the thing. You don't want any harm. Right. You want protected and yeah. Um, you want to protect you, your children. You don't let your children run out in the street. You teach them that there is some danger. I want you to be safe. Our God is so good to us. He is so loving to us that he doesn't just allow any old thing to happen. Right. So if we are experiencing a trial, if we do have a thorn, if this is trauma, he's still in it. He's, his grace is still sufficient. Mm-hmm. His mercy is still new every single morning. He is the one who binds up broken hearts. He is the one who gives beauty for ashes. He is the one that gives joy for mourning, a spirit of praise for heaviness. He is still that. And so I can have hope. I can have joy. I can have peace because I know even if I feel an ache or a pain, you know what? He's giving me wisdom. He told me how to stretch. He he gave me skills. He had me go learn some stuff at the physical therapy place that taught me how to relieve some of that. Me having the pain doesn't make him any less good. The freedom to change my mind, to think on things that are true that are lovely, that are of good report, that are praiseworthy is how I get free of anxiety. I don't have to be anxious for my healing. I don't have to be anxious about traveling alone. I don't have to be anxious about how much, you know, before I get to my limit, how much time in the day do I have before I'll be worn out? I don't have to be anxious for anything, but in everything, in my pain, in my difficulties, in my joys, in my triumphs, I can ask him for what I need with prayer and thanksgiving and his peace will surpass what I can understand. That is a hope that I can have despite the symptoms ever going, despite a diagnosis ever coming. I still don't have a diagnosis. (laughs) Maybe I'll get one one day. Maybe I won't, but that doesn't change his grace and mercy for me. So Mm -hmm. I think that this is a good way to wrap up our first season of the Experience Freedom Podcast. Woo-hoo. Woohoo! We have made it through an entire season. And I hope that as we have shared our stories, our journeys, our experiences, that it has encouraged you to live in freedom. I endeavor to educate, encourage, and empower women to embrace emotional healing and to eradicate the stigma of mental health in the body of Christ. I hope that we return in a second season and you'll come back and listen and be with us. And I hope there's more that we can share. And Michelle, I just want to thank you for joining me on this journey and for being a listening ear, often being uh, my only audience (laughs) many days. A lot of things that Michelle and I have talked about did not make it to the show, 
but helped to encourage me and inspire me to keep going. Part of this journey, which I shared, I think even in the trailer episode was how afraid I was of this, how, how scared I was and how I had to choose freedom Mm -hmm. from fear and do it anyway. So thank you, Michelle, for being with me. Do you have anything you want to say to the audience? (laughs) This has been an amazing experience. I think in just um, the consistency and some days, you know, there's things that we're recording for our audience and some days it's just the two of us, but having that and having our friendship be able to grow through the process and get to know each other and, and you know, what is happening in each other's lives. It's amazing the way that God often works things out in such a way that it's maybe like a certain level of joy or enjoyment. And then there's like these added parts to it as well that you didn't even know would be there when you start on the journey. So yeah. These benefits. Yes. (laughs) Well, thank you. And before we go, your life work for this episode is to go and be free. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs>